is Bean to Barstool, a podcast that looks at the intersections of craft beer and craft chocolate. My name is David Nelson. I'm a professional beer writer and an advanced Cicerone and the creator and host of this show. The music for this episode is by my dear friend, indie folk musician Anna P.S. You can find out more about Anna's music in the show notes or at her website, annapsmusic.com. You can find links and information about our guests in the show notes as well. I hope you enjoy this episode of Bean to Barstool. Manoa Chocolate in Kailua, Hawaii makes a variety of single-origin bars with beans from farms all around the state, and they also make a range of bars celebrating other crops popular on the islands, like coconut, mango, and passion fruit. Today, though, we're going to talk about Manoa's relationship with craft alcoholic drinks. Manoa makes popular bars made with both rum and whiskey made locally, and they run a wine bar that offers both casual pairing guidance and structured pairings. They're even working with a local brewery to make a beer made with cacao and then chocolate made with those nibs. All of this, of course, is super interesting to me here on Bean to Barstool, so I sat down recently with founder Dylan Butterbaugh to talk about rum, whiskey, wine, and beer as they relate to Manoa chocolate. The rum was the first one we did, and that's Kohana Rum, and they've got a really neat project where we saw a lot of parallels with what we do. They found the sugar canes that the Hawaiians originally brought over. Um, they call them canoe varietals because they're the varietals that the Hawaiians carried over in their canoes. And they tracked those original ones down, planted those out, and then started to make single cane rums from the, that sugar. Hmm. And it was a very similar process that we were going through. They started around a similar time. And then they wanted to have one flavor. And so they actually said, hey, can we soak some of your nibs? And initially they did all Hawaiian nibs until only like last year, which they kept growing. We couldn't keep up. Yeah, they soak our nibs in their rum. They take all the nibs and they put them in like a, a big cheesecloth, like tea bag. Mm-hmm. And they drop it in to uh, a giant stainless steel vat full of rum and they just let it seep for over a month. And I think they do 300 to 600 pounds at a time. Hmm. So it's a decent amount of nibs yeah. that they're soaking. They then pull those out, uh, give it to us, very soaking wet and with rum. We try and press off what we can for ourselves <laughs> and then um, spread it out and dry it and try and get it as low as we can on, on moisture where we then start to grind it up and start the process. But it does make our lives very difficult for chocolate making because what happens when you soak nibs in water of any liquid water, whatever, the fat separates. So you're breaking the cell structure and all of a sudden the fat releases and comes to the top. Mm. And then you have a more woody, dry nib. So we have to add quite a bit of extra cocoa butter back in order to make this flow. Otherwise, our pumps get stuck and we have to take the covers off the pump and unclog it. And it's just a mess. So we have to do that for the rum as well as the we did it with whiskey for a while. We're going to do it with beer here with uh, Wicked Pete and Josh from Monacoa. So you're going to do that as well where you make a bar from the... We're going to try. We did it once with Maui Brewing. And they did this imperial stout 
and it was horrible. It was way, <laughs> way too bitter. I think it took too much of the hops. Uh, in this case, it's going to be a golden ale, so I think it might be better. So the plan at this point is they want to do something like a golden ginger chocolate beer, and it just happened that the day they came, I was also doing a tour for a farmer that we work with in Kealakekua, which is on the Kona side of the Big Island. And the guy's great. He also is quite a beer fan. <laughs> and uh, we all did a tour together with Pete and Josh and this guy, Ken Melrose, and ended up, uh, I think we're going to use Ken's cacao nibs for it, which is the Kealakekua cacao nibs. Just felt like all the stars lined up for that one. But we'll see. Hasn't happened yet. Well, it's cool that you're doing that in a golden ale because the common thing is always porter or stout because of those chocolatey flavors. So I love the idea of doing that in a paler beer and getting that to come through a little bit better. I feel like nibs lend themselves very well to just mixing with all types of beers mm -hmm. instead of just the stouts and porters. But everyone seems to want to do that. Yeah. So hopefully we'll, well, we'll see. I'm always yeah. pushing <laughs> like a saison, like a, a chocolate raspberry saison or a sour would be, sounds amazing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then how about the the Paley Road whiskey? Uh, what was that relationship? Yeah, they're actually one of our neighbors up in Kapa'akori now. So as Manoa chocolate's grown, we needed more space. And the area we're in is called Kailua. And the industrial area of Kailua has gone just about eight minutes out of town, where it's just a bunch of red I-beam buildings and Butler buildings. And they're one of our neighbors right up the road. So they started making whiskey. They saw what we were doing with the rum company and they said, Hey, can we try this as well? And so we've done it with them over the years. We're not doing it at the moment, but we're about to start it again. It's just, uh, we hit a point where we were making too many chocolate bars and it was very hard to run our production and have continually another bar and another bar and another bar because we were running out of the ones that actually we need to get for distribution and wholesale accounts. Sure. We're, we're catching up right now, but as we scale, it also gets easier to have more time and we'll do bigger batches of things and it'll allow us more free time. And uh, now you also have a wine bar where you actually, I assume you do pairings and things like that there? We do. Super fun. It's been open for just over a year. And it was definitely a slow start, but it has been so much fun to do. And it's bringing a couple passions of mine together because I got into wine to try and understand chocolate better. Mm. I wanted to understand this crop that grows and the value added part and the sales side of it and the varietals and understanding labeling. All of this was really important for me to try and emulate it for Hawaii as wine is probably the most similar thing that we're trying to do, where we can have a winery and a vineyard on the same location. In Hawaii, we can have a chocolate factory and a cacao orchard. So I got into that for, for that reason. And then as I learned more, I started to like it more. And that's usually how that goes. As yeah. you're more educated, you can appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I got into wine and started to enjoy the fact that it grows in different locations and you can taste that. And I started putting them in brown bags and trying to guess where they came from and pick up the, the flavor profiles and the notes that I was getting in the wines. And so I just saw so many parallels with chocolate. Last year, we finally, we looked at the bar and went, okay, it's basically set up as a wine bar too. 
we just need to stay open a few more hours and add <laughs> glasses of wine. Is there a, a menu or a guide that says, yeah, you can try these chocolates and pair them with these wines? Yes. And uh, we do our in-depth wine and chocolate guide on Wednesday. I think we're now doing it a few other nights a week as well because it is quite popular. It's a great date night activity. Sure. And is it uh, just wine or do you do other alcoholic beverages there? We've got some pre-made cocktails from the rum company that we work with, Kohana Rum. Hmm. We do have a few different beers, imported beers. So one is called Weinstefaner, which is one of the hmm. oldest breweries in the world. I think we've got a few Belgians on the menu. We also have the Raspberry Lambic. So we got a bunch of them that we thought would pair with chocolate. Sure. It just turns out people don't order them. <laughs> that's, that's too bad. They just need educated. Beer and chocolate yeah. pair. Beautiful. Well, not. I think we just got to create a beer flight. I can't wait to hear how that chocolate and beer turn out. If you're near Kahlua, check out Manoa's Wine Bar and please order some beer. I promise it pairs beautifully with chocolate and I've written an entire zine to prove it, which you can order on beantobarstool.com. In the wake of the Maui wildfires in 2023, Manoa also created a special chocolate bar called Support for Maui to raise funds for relief efforts. That bar is still available, so be sure to check it out on manoachocolate.com. Thanks to Dylan for spending a few minutes with us today, and thanks to all of you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Bean to Barstool. <laughs>